0: whether or not you win this thing you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done because the game is going to go on and there's only one rule you're going to need to know about There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test. that you get to take one time, and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. That moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year. Last year. Statistics. Excuses. It's you versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got.
1: Welcome to the Rick and Bubba experience.
2: so much for tuning in to the uh, Rick and Bubba show. It is the kickoff hour, and thank you so much for being here. Busy show on tap. A lot of it will be last night's discussion of the drafts. Number one pick overall was no surprise from the Bengals.
0: With the first pick in the 2020 draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. That was no
2: surprise. Really, not much of the first round uh, was a surprise, but we'll break it all down and talk a little bit more about it. Uh, Mark Levin, the great one, he'll be with us uh, today uh, on the show. We know, and I mean know, the will of meat will spin today, and Greg is beside himself. Uh, He hates he's not here, uh, but uh, Helmsley claims he's going to virtual spin it. I don't know how that's going to happen, but... They're both fired up and ready for another edition here of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eddie Van Adler, he's at home still with baby and uh, and wife. Everybody's doing great uh, and healthy. Uh, just a lot of diaper changing and little sleep. <laughs> and uh, he's realizing, hey, this isn't a puppy. Uh, but he's doing a great job. Uh, we got Stretch Armstrong. He's here. He is switching live in studio with uh, Adler helping uh, from home. And he'll also be screening you up at 866 Weeby big So let's bring them in. Uh, the other two goodins, Uh that'll complete the three Goodens. I'm Speedy alongside. There they are. Rubbing his... Oh, wake up, big guy. Mr. Greg yeah, Burgess buddy. and Michael Helms. Are y'all good? Hello, oh, yeah. Friday. So how about Fire that? Up. How Glad about that? Little sleepy eyes. Getting, getting all the sleep out of your eyes. Ready to go. Fired up. Yesterday was a crazy day <clears throat> Um, as far as keeping you guys, uh, in rhythm here on the show. Uh, there was a lot of storms that, that came through the, uh, the Southern region of the United States and kind of, oh
3: yeah.
2: uh, just hit a lot, a lot of markets, uh, that the, uh, the Rick and Bubba shows heard in and seen in. And, uh, yesterday, Greg, we lost you. Um, and, uh, y'all, y- you lost power for a good portion of the day, finally sure. came back. But last we talked to you, you were out trying to find what what the problem was and we checked into you and you claimed you found it how long did it take for the power to come on it was off a total of four hours four hours that's not bad that's not well that
3: was a lot of damage you know it again they're trying to get to you and you know you know when you got they had a lot of widespread damage so yeah you know, they, did the best, they do the best you can do sure
2: sure and i know I, uh, uh kind of late in the show yesterday right towards the end you lost power too for a while, right? Did um, I didn't know what was going on. Everything just went, <laughs> and
4: yeah. uh, oh, general we have gosh. a generator here. <laughs> it was uh, it came it came on, and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's funny, I didn't even know uh, that we had a generator for like two two months uh, we we're living here. I didn't know what that thing was sitting out there. Mm-hmm. And um, hmm. one day the power went out, and that thing kicked on. I'm like, well, wow! So we got oh. a generator. Yeah. Look at that. I, <laughs> oh so it kicked on but it was only for a few minutes and then it kicked off and the power come back on and uh it was strange i thought it was only here and i understand y'all had some issues at the studio too so yeah we did
2: whatever we did. got me evidently got y'all as well well maybe we'll be a little bit more solid today we should be anyway uh but um i know uh everybody enjoyed hearing greg uh, get out uh and uh and have to find out what's going on. He must do that. And uh it's just I, I mean, think yeah. it was just perfect timing when we checked in with you. You were out and then found the problem. Uh and uh much yeah, time, I mean you Lisa's, can't just sit there. Yeah. No, you well you gotta get out, Greg.
3: Uh, and, <laughs> you know and, and <laughs> You and know Rick, what I
4: realized? go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Oh no, I mean I'm just saying when we were trying to find you, Rick said you get it honest. Uh Rick, yeah, Rick because he true. said your dad would get out and he, oh, he yeah. had to see the storm coming in, he had to, you know, get out and and, and driving it. the snow first. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, of course, you're, you know, your line of work and, and what you did for a living, it contributes a little bit to it, but you get it honest. You got you got to get yeah. out there and see it, you know? You
3: want to go get a look at it and go, ooh, it's going to yeah. be a while. Just don't get quick? in anybody's way or anything. Yeah, yeah.
4: How quick did I point, point them your way when you told me that? Because I called Greg just to say, hey, is everything okay? What's going on? And the first thing that came out of his mouth was, yeah, he's like power's out, and this is where Lisa gets mad at me because I get in my car and drive around, and <laughs> I and I thought you do what, yeah. and so I had to pass it on to the guys, and I and they they called you so, and and just in case you are wondering if you when you build a a place in your home that you need to do phone calls and Zoom calls, and you think about things like power, the the place that you pick don't let it be right next to a generator. Hey, it's loud right there. Hmm, so, okay. even if I could would have come back on, I wouldn't have been thought able to about come that. back on because hmm. it's so, it's like there's a diesel truck sitting here and right outside the window.
2: Oh, wow. So, even inside, you could hear it. I would have had to move rooms um,
4: if I would have came back on
3: or just yelled real loud. Yeah.
4: Just hollered. That <laughs> sounded sharp. If you right. could pick up uh, Mel Copper in the background a minute ago before we came on air, you yeah. would certainly have been able to hear
2: the diesel engine outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, speaking of, uh, Mel Kuyper, um, I was mad at myself, um, because I watched the, um, you know, ESPN, the NFL network and ABC all had the NFL draft, but they all had their crews doing it. And I was mad because I was watching ESPN and nothing against them. I mean, they had a crew and they were doing it. And then I went into, uh, the bedroom and, and the TV was on in there and it happened to be on ABC and, and they had their crew doing it, you know, which was Reese Davis and all of them. Yeah. And they, in my opinion, did a much better job. and And so I watched uh, a good portion of it in there, and I'm like, "Well, damn it, how come I hadn't been doing this?" Uh, but uh, really, no big surprises. I know they said for the first time since 2015, uh, there were no uh, there was no movement as far as teams trying to shift around in the top ten picks of the draft. Uh, Burrow goes to the Bengals. And there's a story out today uh, that says that he's expected to sign a four-year contract with the Bengals worth about 36 million, uh, and uh, $36.2 million contract, which is uh, going to rake in about $6.6 million in his rookie year. Uh, that's the report coming from those, I guess, that know. Uh, so that's out there. Uh, but any, anything that stood out to you guys, I know we had a virtual uh, draft. It was the first time ever. You know, the delays and and all the uh, analysts and then trying to throw it back and forth to each other, that was a little awkward at times. Much expected, though. But how how do you all feel like it went?
3: I thought it was pretty good. I, at first, I was like, I, I can't handle this. And then – but they I thought they did a good job. I thought it was funny, Goodell, with that screen with the fans all on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and he yeah. was telling them to boo him and stuff. <laughs> and let me tell you, the best thing they ever did is when they shortened time between picks yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. And and I think even the teams were you know not even using the whole allotment I you know in the old days it, they had like fifteen minutes and they would use every minute. Now they get the picks coming and and that made it so much better. Yeah. I used to hate that fifteen minute. And they would everybody would wait till like fourteen something yeah. to make the pick.
4: Yeah, I started early yesterday. I, I, college game day came on about four o'clock I think, and I was dialed in. And so to your point on ABC and Reese Davis and them, I had about two hours of them on college game day prior to the draft. So once I did that, I went to ESPN because I wanted to get their take. So I, I love that. I really embraced yesterday. I think it was a fantastic needed escape for us as sports fans not to have to work. Now I will say this, when the NFL draft itself started, and they took the first five to seven minutes to do nothing but talk about COVID and COVID relief. Uh, I get why they did it, but I was wanting more football right out the gate. I wish they'd have done that. That was because that's why we went there was for that escape. And then for we five have, minutes, yeah. all you did was talk about COVID.
3: Yeah, yeah. So we we got COVID coverage on every right. other yeah. station. Right, know? right.
4: Yeah. Um, Hear what you're doing and trying to stay politically correct, and you've got this relief that's fantastic. But we want you to. We want to see picks. Yep, Let's exactly. Do
2: we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll break it down even more. It's the good time, gang, on your Friday here at the Kickoff Hour. Don't go anywhere.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: two minutes past the hour it's a kickoff hour. we're live thank you for being with us we know the meat will we'll spend today and it's got some um some different flowers up there too that you could win uh-huh say. Uh, so that is going to happen today i know that y'all are wanting to know guys you're like man what kind of flowers what are you talking about speedy uh, calm down guys uh, as y'all zoom in from your home we got assorted roses we even have some spring lilies your favorite greg and some uh, assorted tulips now on the wheel of meat so you could win those today plus a lot of other great prizes there's moultrie look at there you could even win some rick and bubba merchandise there's that There's spatula there's a spatula right there Uh, just a lot to choose from yes i know toilet paper is on there as well Uh, Some pitfalls, but not many, uh, so your chances are pretty good. Uh, So that will happen today. Mark Levin will be on the show. The MarkLevinShow.com is uh, his website. Take out the, it's just MarkLevinShow.com. He'll be with us, the host of Mark Levin Show and Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox News. We'll check in with him, and uh, I'm sure he'll be screaming uh, as we uh, speak with him today. A little bit, uh, a few things going on. What do y'all think, guys? A few things going on. We look up, it's Friday again. If you're listening live, the the weeks are flying by, and um, we're a little bit closer uh, to. Um, but you can't say normal, I guess. You're, you're, we're a little bit closer to the new normal, where uh, more uh, staff employees will be in the studio. We hope, if if we keep going the right path here on um, the uh, the COVID response by the citizens of uh, of Alabama, and if if that is, is is shown, then the governor will make a decision. We hope. And, uh, maybe some of us will be back in here together. Can't wait for that, by the way.
3: Yeah. Yeah. This week, actually, you're starting to get used to your surroundings. The week actually went fast. This is yeah. the first week to me that's really flown by since we've started this. But of course, well, yesterday I did because I had to show off because I lost my power. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> lost. Yeah.
2: At, at one point I was like, well, there's not many. Wow. Uh, there's not many staff members uh, on the little screen <laughs> there. Our, our little Brady Bunch screen is not, it's not very big. We got Bubba. <laughs> hey, Bubba. Dropping like flies uh, yeah and that was it uh but anyway uh so we were talking a little bit about the draft last night it was it was different and helms to your point even though i mean it wasn't someone playing it was it was nice to see live sports coverage and and a little bit of excitement and when i was watching espn uh just for a little bit prior to the draft starting roger goodell was interviewed uh on espn and he was asked about what does the season look like? Are y'all going to have fans or whatever? And I don't know if he's just overly optimistic or not, but he was like, no, we're, we're playing with fans. I mean, that's kind of what he thought. And, and now he said that the, you know, the options on the table for, for no fans, but right now we're so far out. It's hard to make that decision. Cause we don't know where we're going to be come, you know, <laughs> uh, that time, uh, of the year. So it'll be interesting to see what that how that happens, but it was cool to see some live sports action. Oh, listen from four o'clock
4: till I went to bed, which was later than it needed to be. Uh, it was post 10. I forgot about COVID. And I think that's what we all needed, uh, Mm -hmm. sports fans as Americans. And, um, I enjoyed it. I was fired up. I got into it. It felt like a Saturday Morning uh, when college game day was on. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the draft started, it almost felt like a little bit of Sunday afternoon. So uh, definitely needed it, loved it, embraced it. Um, there was not that I didn't see many technical glitches. Um, mm-hmm. There were not that many secondhand embarrassment moments. I thought it went really, really well. Um, there were times where I found myself, and I don't know if this is just because we've been hunkered down, I found myself liking it better than the actual draft being there in Las Vegas. So uh, it was it was a lot a lot of fun. I enjoyed every minute of it.
3: I would like to what
4: Vegas would have put on. I bet it would have been quite. Well, we will ride. next year. They're going to, uh course. I, did y'all catch that? Yeah. He messed up. He messed He up. did. He, he messed up several times last night, and it doesn't help I, if he messed up and he was excited and jovial.
2: That'd be one thing, but he
3: is, <laughs> uh man. <laughs> I know. he's
2: as dry as they come yeah he is. Is. Now, he is he's
3: loaded with personality. during the pre-draft
2: interview that i i mentioned uh hearing him uh talk uh terry even said wow he looks sleepy you know uh because yeah. he was just kind of sitting down <laughs> and and that's kind of how he always is but he is uh, whew, uh he is not that energetic uh to say the least but yeah what he said was hey vegas we know we couldn't go live to uh to you this year for the draft so we're going to do uh we're announcing that the 2020 draft will be there and it's like well that's what we're doing now he meant 2021 draft and uh he actually said dallas at the beginning too but you know what he said a lot so i mean i'm sure and it looked like he didn't even realize he had even said uh that so he did probably afterwards somebody probably told him hey you know you said they what you know kind of like on the show yeah so i mean he had a lot to go to go on and uh out of the basement and as much uh communication as they probably had to have for, you know it, I thought it went off great uh what I saw anyway um, I thought it was kind of cool to go into the uh the the, uh, the players homes and see all the family members sitting around and their reaction I, there was a little bit of a delay so sometimes when they went to them they hadn't got the news yet <laughs> yeah uh, they'd be like yeah and I also thought Amanda,
4: was, Amanda kept saying, why are they not excited? And I'm like, they're not, they had, they don't know yet. That's they don't not know the re- yet. Or Either that or they're not showing you the reaction. Right. Well, point. I think that's
2: part of being Frustrated. cool. I think that's part of being cool too, is that you're not supposed to act excited. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm yeah. just going to sit here. Like it's not a big deal. Oh my gosh. I'm a millionaire now. Uh, I really want to get up and dance. Um, so, uh, anyway, yeah. uh, the, uh, the top five picks, um, uh, the, uh, the number two, Chase Chase, Chase Young, excuse me, uh, from Ohio State going to Washington—that was no surprise a- at all. And then the cornerback out of Ohio State going to uh, to Detroit. Jeff, is it, uh, is it Oku- uh, Okuda? Okuda, Okuda, Okuda. Yeah. Uh, he uh, that that was really no surprise. Uh, Andrew Thomas uh, from Georgia going to the Giants, and then that number five pick—it was talked about. Tua going to the Dolphins, and they had three first round choice uh, picks, and um, and that was uh, that was big news because uh, you know there was confusion. Will they go offensive lineman? What will they do? But they went with Tua, so we'll see. We'll see. Eight six six, we be big is our number. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, a lot of show left today. Rick and Bubba join us at top of the hour. We know the Willamette will spend and Mark Levin on the show a little bit later today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. Um, so uh, as we uh, roll on back, we've just been talking about uh, a couple of different things. Last night, the NFL draft uh, round one, it happened for the first time ever. Uh, it was a virtual tour, uh, tour <laughs> a draft, uh, not tour, but a virtual draft. Uh, and uh, the second and third rounds uh, will be both tonight and um it, tomorrow, uh, I should say, yeah, I think it says, it says, uh, the second and third rounds on Friday at six, six o'clock central. Now at first it said the third round was going to be on Saturday, but have they, uh, will they move ahead with both rounds tonight? Do you know? Yeah, I think,
4: uh, I think one yesterday, second and third today, and then the remaining four through is it four
2: through six,
4: seven, seven, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: um, Saturday. That,
4: Yeah, I think so. I think you
2: get two rounds tonight. Okay, good, good. Uh, At first, I think yesterday they had reported third round would be Saturday at 11 a.m. Central, but that might have been just a misreport there. But it looks like tonight, ABC, ESPN, and NFL Network, plus the Watch ESPN app and NFL mobile app, that will uh, be how you can watch it if you choose to do that. Uh, And if you're listening live, that's tonight, Friday night, second and third round uh, of the NFL draft. Uh, the other big news today, uh, is we're hopping around a little bit. Gyms, salons, uh, other businesses that have been closed are now going to be open in Georgia today. Uh, and that's got a lot of controversy. Uh, Governor Kemp, uh, has, you know, been criticized by the president and others, uh, uh over his plan to, um, open up, uh, gyms, bowling alleys, tattoo parlors, hair and nail salons, uh, massage therapists. Uh, A lot of businesses that have been closed are now open. Those are non-essentials. And um, how do you feel, guys, about this?
3: Well, like I told you all yesterday, I'm less than an hour from the Georgia line. I may Mm -hmm. go get a haircut, get a good workout, maybe bowl. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can grab your. Grab you a game there. Uh, if yeah, you I like. get my hair
3: cut first and yeah. then do a workout and then bowl a game on the way back to the house. And I don't know Cedar Town has a bowling alley or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, I thought it was kind of funny, speaking of the draft and, and in haircuts, Joe Burrow tweeting out yesterday, all right, nobody can make fun of me. Uh, there, no barbershops are open. Uh, don't make yeah. fun of my hair at all. Just got out, got out in front of it. Um, In-person uh, religious services can resume this weekend, and restaurants and theaters can reopen Monday. So uh, now that's you know not to mean you're required to. There's a lot of businesses that will still make a decision not to open. Yeah. Uh. But um. Hopefully, just like a lot of the the um, models now, after looking at the data, didn't take into consideration the social dis- distancing that the Americans actually took part in and and everybody, uh, you know, participated in that and that, of course, turned the the data to where it is now because they're like wow Americans did a lot better than we even thought they would do hopefully when these non essentials open back up that we'll do better than they even think is you know and and we can go hey you know what we we all reopened and and we don't see a spike at all hopefully people know how to act now there'll be some that don't but hopefully they will
3: I don't know we'll see like I said it's uh, I know everybody's you know chomping at the bit ready to get back to normal I get that but. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, but that's the big announcement
2: coming out of Georgia d- uh, today. Uh, they uh, they reopened, but not just. Uh, hey, we're going to do one. No, if you've been closed, you're open. Uh, and uh, and now, what's this about the the mayor out of Atlanta? Is She claiming that she's receiving threats.
3: Yeah, she says she got a racial tweet, or uh, I saw that because you know she's encouraging everyone to stay. You know, Atlanta, and you know, Atlanta's got a lot of people in it. So. Yeah. No, it's a little different between there and some of the rural areas of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. I, I kinda glanced at the story. It said a uh not a tweet. I thought it said text, text message. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you get a text message if somebody I mean, how does somebody have your number? I don't know. I need to, I need to read it more, I guess. Right? Yeah. And that would well, be pretty easy to, to be in. honest,
4: whether it's a text, whether it's a tweet, whether it's racial or not, who really cares? You're a grown, you're a grown yeah, there's individual. Idiots out there. Yeah, exactly. People are going to be mean. People are going to be racist. Who cares? Move on. Goodness gracious. Right. Do your job, do it well. And quit worrying about what everybody else thinks. If you and your heart of hearts, Think you've made the right decision? Stick with it, and tell everybody else that doesn't like it to kiss you wrong. That's what I have. That's my message to the mayor and everybody else that worries about everybody else. And I don't agree with the mayor on things, but quit worrying about it and bringing it to light. That somebody sent you some mean racist text. It happens
3: again, like you said. There's there's idiots out there, and and especially with social media. (laughs) whatever form she then I was saying something about tweet out. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but part of I mean, this
4: country's problem is they're too worried about what everybody else thinks. I'm sick of that crap.
3: Let's say this, ma'am, you're, you're a mayor of a major U S city. Yeah. Done very well. Who cares what some, you know, idiot thinks anyway, they have no power over you. I mean, right.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Uh, so let me ask you this
2: question real quick. You're a small business owner. You live in Georgia. Do you open? Yes,
4: I do. I do. Because I'm I'm probably starved for cash. I, I'm probably not going to survive if I go any longer. See, that's the thing I have to play in my mind. If you're opening today, that's what's going on. You're you're essential to those that are closest to you. And it's it's either we do this or we lose our business. And so if I'm in that situation, my doors are open earlier today than they normally
3: are. Mm-hmm. And I don't know because it's not my world, but are there people lined up waiting to get a tattoo that are just n- can't I wait for this tattoo shop to open yeah. so they can rush You're right. There. You know, know? you're mean, is it going to be a mad rush on tattoos <laughs> yeah. or, or, I, Hey, I got a bowl. Damn. I got a bowl. You yeah. know I mean? I had bowled and I'm going to bow.
4: Right. Well, you but know, but that I, gets back to that whole, uh, essential, non-essential, uh, conversation is, you know, when you leave hardware stores open, then, yeah, you I'm know, saying ever, I mean, right, I'm just saying
3: Most people me. probably won't go get a tattoo or a bowl. So right, yeah. yeah well, I, uh, I'd be I'd be surprised, Greg. There'll be a lot of people bowling today. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, and going be
4: people finding something to do that, that hadn't really been social distancing this whole time. They've been kind of doing
3: their own thing. They'll be bowling. Today. Yeah. Are they going crank? Are they going crank the league back up? Because you know how they have all these bowling <laughs> leagues. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. You know, I, I if if I owned one of those uh, establishments, I you know I think you can pretty much go hey look let's do this with common sense if i if i have a hair salon then you know what we might not have every seat it might be every other if i have a bowling alley it's not every lane it's every other lane we're gonna try to you know do the social distancing as best we can uh and you know good luck to all the business owners that have set you know and and like kemp said out of georgia he said look uh, you know these were the first to close and and we ask them to sacrifice and, and close. I can't a- keep asking them to do that, you know, and, right. and hopefully there won't be a big spike because if there is, then here come the liberal media. Told you so. See, we shouldn't <laughs> yeah. open because uh, that's, that's not late. Yeah. Again, so if, I'm hoping if, it works for them.
4: If they have a spike, then we learn from it and we move on. Yeah. I mean, I, that's all you can do. You can't. Uh, who cares what the left thinks? Who cares what the right thinks? These people are in dire s- times and they need to, to get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I commend them for it. Get out the there. Business
3: today. is there. If people choose to go to it, you know, I'm having a little fun with it, but That's they it. should be open. If there's somebody wants a tattoo, they should be open. To right. Be they to should have the it. choice they, to do and, and do it, do you, you know, change your way you do business a little bit and try mm-hmm. to make it as safe as you can. Yeah. Uh, and,
4: and to your point, I, I really, one of the things I'm looking forward to seeing out of this is what is the public's confidence in getting back out? Mm-hmm. will yeah. there be people in the bowling alleys will you be getting tattoos how many haircuts will be done today in georgia i want to hear all that today so that's agree. the kind of stuff that we ought to be reporting on today about five o'clock mm-hmm. and instead of talking about how bad trump's handled something
2: right yeah exactly i did i mean uh, it, that's uh that's kind of getting worn out I, I am i am uh I, well i'm coveted out uh i think we all are yeah. uh but i mean we're, we're in it pretty far but i'm also just worn slap out about just the the left trying to investigate everything they're trying to do it again now uh it's like instead, instead of doing that let's focus somewhere else here we got a lot going on uh so uh that's out there so let's let's keep an eye on georgia uh good luck to all of you if you're over there in that area we'd love to hear from you i know we got a lot of viewers and listeners uh in georgia uh but that's the the big news coming today is that georgia reopens for business and uh, the Georgia getting a lot of heat for that so I hope it goes well because if it goes well other uh, other governors don't think they're not paying attention some of these that are on the fence on what they want to do they're sitting there paying attention to see how it goes uh, and so I hope it goes well because wouldn't that be a good thing you you, you know what I'm saying I mean we shouldn't hope it fails we should hope no, it yeah should. exactly we, we and there's should.
1: people who are By the way. I know they, they want to say, You're right.
2: yeah it's it's sad we'll be right back
1: Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba the gravy please oh it brings me to my knees Rick and
2: Bubba, we got 10 minutes on top of the hours it's the I kickoff hour brought to you by our friends, by our friends at joinhoney.com slash Bubba you, you know you with most of us hunkering down, down at home online shopping has spiked in a major way I can definitely tell you it has done so at the Wilburn house and I know Greg and Helmsy y'all talk about that a lot as well going on at yours um but did you know when it comes to online shopping, it didn't have to be difficult. Um, things can be better, and that's why we uh, all use joinhoney.com Bubba. It's a free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. Uh, all you do is simply download it to your computer or smart device and then shop all your favorite websites just like normal, uh, and it finds and applies the coupons uh, that you need to get the best deal. So go to joinhoney.com slash Bubba. It's 100% free to use and install in just a few seconds. Plus, it's backed by PayPal, so you know it's secure and reliable. So, again, joinhoney.com slash Bubba is the website. Get the free browser extension today uh, and uh, enjoy the savings. You can also go to rickandbubba.com and look under the Sponsors button. You know, I know we brought it up just briefly during the first segment this hour, but it is just... It's, it's kind of hit me now that we've got the Las Vegas Raiders. It, it's just – I don't know why. It just – is. it's going to be hard to say I'm going to mess that up a bunch if they play this year. Uh, matter of fact, when J.C. – because J.C. is my – out of the three boys, he's the one that is really into the draft. Uh, I had it on last night, and we were just kind of running through the house or whatever, and it was on the main TV, and I heard – you know, do 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 coming down the steps. Oh my gosh, I forgot it was on. He missed like the first few draft uh, choices, uh, and so then he sat down and he was all in. And when he brought up the Raiders, I said, "Oakland Raiders." Was just like I was, yeah, man, yeah, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, there's Gruden. Blah blah. Wait a minute, no, it's Las Vegas Raiders. I'm sorry. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough, isn't it?
3: Well, you but, remember when we were you out of hams in your life it may not, but you know when we were growing up, the Rams were the Los Angeles Rams.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Being the St. Louis Rams was really weird to me. Yeah, you know, and uh, but then now they're back to Los Angeles. And of course, now Oakland went from Oakland to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. back to Oakland, and now they're going to Las Vegas. So it is confused. It's not going to feel right. I, and I'll, I'll keep calling. I called them Oakland when they were Los Angeles Raiders.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, I'm still having a hard time. Uh, realizing that the Chargers are in LA, I still I'm still not calling yeah. them the LA Chargers.
3: No, I, you're right. So, it'll
4: be it'll be 2024 before I get the Raiders thing figured out. Yeah.
3: And the Colts. when we were growing up, yeah. it was the Baltimore Colts. It Correct. Correct. Colts. So you know, you get used to it, but it's going to take about me personally about five years before I probably start saying it right. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: And yeah. by that
3: time, they'll move again. So that's true
2: yeah I can't wait to see that place though because um they were showing but some shots from the outside it looks man. Nice, <laughs> Good I gracious think. i mean if you if you're if you're one of the guys I mean let's just be honest you're glad you were picked all right that's number one uh, and don't understand I mean i it's number one uh, but if you if you were picked by them you're like, wow, so the facility is going to be pretty good, you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, and I'm in Las Vegas. It, you know, yeah, Henry R- Ruggs. You know Henry Ruggs is thinking, hey, this ain't bad. First-round pick, <laughs> and I'm in Las Vegas.
4: What did y'all think of his robe last night? <laughs> that was, was funny.
2: That was
3: interesting. That I was, it was funny.
2: Yeah, it, uh, it was definitely interesting. That, and, and I so, like, if you're the Jets, all right, and that would, they had the pick right before the Raiders, and there was a lot of discussion that Ruggs might go there. And I yeah. looked at JC after that and I'm like, okay, do you think and again, he wants to be picked. Don't I don't misunderstand what I'm saying, okay? He just wants to play. But when the Jets by you know, just moved on and they they uh they got that huge, huge offensive lineman from Louisville. My gracious alive, how big is that guy? Yeah, he's he's like six, guy. seven, three hundred and what is he? What was he? Three hundred and sixty pounds. He lost weight. Or he like was that? nearly. He
3: was, he was bumping four hundred. He lost weight down to three sixty something. Yeah, and don't forget, he runs a five one. Right,
2: like and and they said when he showed up at Louisville, he was extremely out of shape and couldn't even get through ups. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and now look what he is. But anyway, when the Jets passed on him, I said okay, and let's just be honest. Ruggs was probably like okay, good. Hey, I don't have to go to the Jets, but yeah. he goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so that will be interesting to see how all that plays out. But I just, I, I, I just was having – I messed up twice last night talking to the boys and called them Oakland Raiders twice. It's just yeah. going to feel different. Well, it is. Yeah. And, and, and we'll make an adjustment, but you're right. It's just going to feel different. It just is. Um, but anyway, so that, that's out there. Do you guys think that Roger Goodell is just, you know, being the commissioner of the most popular uh, sport in America or in the world with the NFL, do you think he's overly optimistic or do you think he knows something we don't know? When he's when he's alluding to the fact that no, we're playing and we're going to have fans.
3: Uh, is that that I'm just trying to be positive because here I am on draft day.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, does he? I mean, I know we don't know. That's months away. Months away. But don't you have to make plans and and kind of have well, an idea?
4: I, I do. I think I think he's being optimistic, and I think that's what everybody should do in these times. By the way, I think you know what you've heard me talk about having a good attitude and being optimistic. I, I think that's that's number one. But I also look at the fact that. So much has changed on a positive side, by the way, whether you want to believe that or not, whether you want to celebrate it or not, we are in a much better place right now than I thought we would be Mm -hmm. one month ago. Right. One month ago, I didn't think kids would go back to school in the fall. I didn't think that universities and colleges would have theirs, schools. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that we would. uh, I, I really honestly thought we would not have sports at all until 2021. Mm-hmm. And in the last few weeks, my mind has completely changed on all that. I think we have an NFL season. I don't know if we have it with fans or not. I think college football starts, but I think it's probably delayed like November. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we're going to have a baseball season. Um, I think we may have some type of mini NBA deal. Yeah.
3: Um,
4: the golf, you've seen golf make that. They're starting back in June. Yeah. Guys, I, June is just right around the corner.
3: Well, now so, I'm looking here. Talking about the NFL, the the governor of Georgia said the Falcons will be playing. Yeah, I mean, I I really I'm <laughs> as a, well, I, but I'm but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that
4: <laughs> we are in a much different place yeah. than we were a month ago.
2: Right, right. So you I mean, fast I, forward, I really, you're saying we're going to be in a different place then. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so um, hey, leave the discussion open, and it sounds like he is, uh, and and I, and I think the NFL so. is in a position. With the way they do business, that they
4: can quickly adjust and go no fans mm-hmm. if they need to. Yeah, I think that's their worst case. I think the NFL's worst case scenario is they play but without fans. Yeah, that's better than anybody else is doing at this point, other than golf, who's decided to start mid June.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Georgia, we mentioned uh, Georgia and them opening up today, and uh, we did get an email uh, here just recently from someone that owns a small. Restaurant in Georgia, and they said they are not going to open their dining room today. The square footage requirement is ten patrons for every five hundred square feet of common space, and the distancing requirements and the fact that you know their patrons are are supporting them with curbside service and and outside delivery and stuff. He said it's just we don't have the space that we need to to meet those requirements, uh, and so we're going to keep going like we're going because. Our patrons are supporting us, uh, and it. so you're going to have a lot of that. I think some of the really small places they'll probably keep doing what they're doing.
3: Yeah. He's got a good plan, and it seems to be working out for him.
2: So. Yeah, and he's getting a lot yeah. of support too. And I, and we've been trying to do that. You know, when we're you know when we're hungry, I mean, we want to support. You know. Uh, everybody but the big chains that aren't having any problems we're, we're like well they get in their business they got cars around the corner but the small one you know that's locally owned we're trying to get carryouts there and support them uh so it looks like they, that he's having that in georgia uh, and so he'll keep doing what he's doing we'll take a break we'll come back rick and bubba join us we'll, we'll meet we'll spend mark levin on the show later today uh, the Glenn Beck podcast for Rick and Bubba University that we recorded yesterday is a good one, and it'll hit tomorrow morning. That's Saturday morning on all your podcast formats. We'll be right back.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sponsored by
2: Allergan and. I-
1: Rick and Bubba in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six minutes
5: now. Past Rick the hour. Rick, Rick and Bubba, Rick oh, and Broadcast Plaza, and Teleport and my Home Studios Rick and everywhere. Rick and We start a brand new hour. This hour starts with our national anthem. Seven and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show ready to guide you uh, through another day, uh, your voice of um, you know calm and reason and, and hopefully logic as we continue to try to work through uh, the pandemic 2020. It's our first pandemic. We're all learning as we go uh, and we have Speedy here with Stretch Armstrong and yours truly at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport and then Home Studios. We find Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, Adler, and we welcome back for a brand new hour, There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Good
6: morning, Rick, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba, your two fat buddies in their pandemic bunkers.
5: Bubba, I'm going to suggest today, uh, just because I love you, um, you know, we don't live that far from the Georgia line. It's, It's not that far at all. Uh, yes. and there may be someone who'll cut your hair, maybe just in West Georgia. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just right over the line. I mean, if you could just get to Ranburn, somebody might can meet you just uh, like the next, the next step over.
6: Yeah. Well, Columbus ain't too far from here. So, right. Uh, that's true. Yeah,
5: you, know, you, 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 you could get that. You could be there even quicker. No, no. I, I bet Columbus <laughs> is open.
6: And Bubba, uh,
3: why are you there? Get me a lottery ticket. <laughs> I
6: started to say, I, you, you took the word right out of my mouth, Greg. I was fixing to offer to get you one. Well, so.
5: you have to admit that is one of the funny things. And people have talked about it, uh, about the, uh, the king or the queen in Michigan. They're saying it is odd that she's never closed, uh, lottery tickets, you those have been deemed essential the entire time. Sure. Uh, follow that, the money,
6: yeah. baby. Follow. That's the right. money.
5: I always follow that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, we we'll, we got updates, and again, uh, like I heard the guys talking in the kickoff hour a little bit. We do have some good news today. Things are uh, are improving. We're, we are finding out things now. You know, there's going to be some politics and all this. You just kind of have to ignore that. Uh, and if you want to enjoy that a little bit, we have Mark Levin coming up a little bit later on in the program. Oh, yeah watching I'm,
6: I'm looking forward to that rick
5: well oh. and that and our conversation with glenn beck yesterday which is rick and Bubba university the podcast you'll have it uh when you get ready to go tomorrow we just kind of cut up in the beginning and talk about the industry that we are all in and how how really the glenn beck crew and our crew we, we may have things that we don't completely agree on but the way they approach their show there's a lot of similarities
1: there
6: Yeah, we had a good time. I think anybody that downloads that this weekend will have, uh, will really enjoy that. Uh, we've been fans of Glenn and have had, you know, an acquaintance with him over the years. And, uh, but it was so good to get to spend a little time with him. And, of course, I asked the question that was on everybody's mind at the end of the podcast, but we won't give it away. You've no. got to download it to listen. Yeah. Right.
5: I also enjoy when when uh, we've talked about this before when Glenn started talking about, <laughs> look, it's perfectly fine to live in a tyrannical situation as long as the uh, dictator is Jesus. But other than that,
3: <laughs> he, he said, he said <laughs>
5: other than that, you've really got problems. You you, you better have guns and, and all that or you're going to have some really big issues. Uh, but anyway, and, of course, he had, he had written the book even before this happened, arguing with socialists. Uh, which uh, is a New York Times best-selling book, and there's a. It's surprising if you haven't read the book, and I haven't read it. Uh, but looking at the notes and some of the things he mentioned, there's a lot of things that he talked about in the book that he was doing kind of scenarios like uh, you know this kind of spitballing. What if this happens? What if this happens? And and he said that a lot of it he was kind of predicting uh, about the the power grab, and he didn't call it a pandemic. He just said if we can ever get a collapse or something that collapses the economy. Uh, and he thought that it might happen, you know, just because of the cycle of things uh, right. th- that they will run in and start grabbing power. And he said it's really weird that uh, that we were talking about that in the book before this even happened. So it's it's a great conversation yeah. with Glenn
6: this it, week. It is. It, it was it. a lot of fun. We could have talked for three hours. No doubt. Uh, no doubt. That forty-five have... minutes went by quick. <laughs> we need to have glenn on again for sure we had a good time so i appreciate him taking time to do that and i think that uh, that everyone will enjoy that rick we got a lot of news uh today and and some of it is good news uh some of it uh, is clarity on some things and uh we just we got a lot to cover man
5: yeah i want to ask you one thing cuz i keep seeing this and I, I maybe y'all know more than i do about it uh, so i just want i want to be totally fair about it uh, but uh, I'll ask that question when we do some of the stuff. Because you're right now, as far as the virus and all that, where you know there's a lot of things that are becoming clear. Georgia, you know, and, and you're kind of thankful for Georgia because it looks like they're going to go out there and and give this thing a shot. And they're kind of moving into one of the things we talked about is allowing things to return, but allowing citizens to make their own call. I mean, you know, just because somebody opens, y'all do know that doesn't mean you have to go there. Right. No, 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 nobody's going to put you in a net and drag you to the restaurant that just opened down the street. You don't have to go. You know,
6: the president (laughs) showed, uh, I think, great wisdom in letting the governors make decisions. I think uh, the governors need to give the mayors and county people a lot of leeway, and they need to give business owners leeway Mm -hmm. and let them make their own call. But, Rick, remember why we did all this. I think that is the key. we got to get back to, to classification point A. We didn't do this to cure the virus. We didn't do this to keep anybody from getting the virus. What we did was trying to flatten the curve yeah, yeah. so we wouldn't overrun our hospitals, and we have successfully done that for the most part. So, um, with that goal still in mind, we realize that when we start moving around, there there is going sure. to be a spike in this. So no doubt, the people are going to get sick, and uh, it, it's it's the nature uh, of the way it is when you have this kind of disease, but we can't just live in our home forever. I mean, that just, it won't work. The economy won't be there. That's not choosing dollars and stock market over life. That's That's just the the way it is, but there's a cost for that too. So uh, I'm glad to see that we're moving toward this. I think, um, you know, we we're making plans on the show to get back semi-normal Monday week um, and go with uh, our other format, the lone survivor, so um, we're looking forward to that, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get through this last week best we can and start making plans to get back to semi-normal.
5: Yeah, and, and you make the point, and, of course, we, you know there's the way things should be, then there's the way things are. If everybody would just remember what Bubba said and, and that was the strategy, but then we can't get to the point where I'm afraid we've gotten to now where now people have ulterior motives to right. con- to continue this, and once that starts – you know, then you—that's you, when you just have to be. and some governors are doing this. Some are showing that their leadership, you know, was one you should have never given them because they're—they're—they're they're, they're going to turn into a, a tyrant and a dictator of your state. And then others are saying the president gave us uh, the authority to do this, so I'm going to actually lead and say the economy and uh, and and the virus are both realities, not just one of them, and uh, we're going to ease our way back into it, and we're going to give people. Uh, you know, like, like we said the the arbitrary was, was the problem and there's businesses saying the things that you're allowing to be open, we can do the same thing with our business and not lose everything we've got. And it was kind of funny. We were, to, we were laughing with Glenn over, over the weekend. Some people, if you had not shut them down, were going to go out of business anyway, because the people just wouldn't have gone to their business. They right. wouldn't, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have participated in what that business offers But but then it would have been, and
6: and they they may still not. When when all this opens back up, it's going to be a slow slow go. I think slower than some people think.
5: But the good news is, data we didn't know in the beginning. I keep saying that over and over, as if I thought that none of this should have ever happened. When the the data that has come in, the the thing we know still sad because it's sad every year, and this is certainly a novel uh, coronavirus, and we didn't know what was going to happen, and we're still kind of figuring it out because we've never seen it before. But right now, the data seems to show. And we didn't want to overwhel- overwhelm the hospital, so that was in play too. so that that still applies no matter what. But going back, we now know that this virus seems to be killing the same people that that all of the viruses do. Uh, sure. the The overwhelming number of deaths are people who had pre-existing problems um, and and that's and so that's kind of something that we know too. not there's certainly some people can still get sick, uh, but uh, your odds of it killing you are are one in a thousand. And it pretty much kills the people that the other viruses and pneumonia and always kill as well. So we need to protect those people, and and these people probably need to live their life differently than say someone who doesn't have preexisting. Uh, so, but but that's but that's good. We we didn't know that. We had to find all that out. Uh, I, 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 it, you know, just just watch agendas and propaganda and 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 politics getting, and it's like you can't have these kind of conversations. But let's go ahead as the people and have them anyway. How about that?
6: Yep. Yeah, you gotta always watch uh, watch those
5: socialists. They're always busy. Huh? Oh yeah. Sixteen minutes past the hour. We'll come back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and
1: Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
5: Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Will of meat. will spend today. Yep, 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 yep. Will of Me coming up. Uh, So that'll happen at some point on the program today. Mark Levin will visit with us, as we mentioned, coming up a little bit later on in the program. Your phone calls will be coming up. We'll be covering all of that. Uh, But now we're beginning to find out things about COVID-19. So, Bubba, you said yesterday some interesting stuff from, what, a Russian scientists was that what it was yeah this
6: is the mail online story today uh the title really tells you the the meat of the whole story wuhan wuhan laboratory scientists did absolutely crazy things to alter coronavirus and enable it to infect humans according to a russian microbiologist now the russian and i'm not going to try to tackle his last name rick his first name is petra well good that's fine yeah and at least they spell it like you should p-e-t-r that's how you should how you should say petra right um c-h-u-m-a-k-o-v made the claims about the lab he thinks new regulations will come in effect to control work with dangerous viruses uh putin spokesperson warned though that the allegations that coronavirus was man-made or was made maliciously uh, could be in error. Now, <clears throat> this guy says that uh, they've been studying uh, ways to to uh, manipulate the coronavirus for the past ten years. And Rick, this really falls in line with what Glenn Beck was talking about yesterday, yep. where they were harvesting uh, these bats and caves to get this. Right. And what they were trying to do, he said, they were trying to create a pathogenic variant so they could study it. In other words, what it would look like as it mutated years from now, but, but you can't wait years from now to study it. So they were trying to help it along and they did that so they could study it and see what it would do. But apparently it got away from them. And as we talked about with Glenn, uh, th- this lab is not as big a mystery as some people think it is. We actually have pictures from inside it. Uh, we've had uh, US representatives visit it before and they said, this is a time bomb waiting to happen because it was very sloppy. And we even were joking with Glenn. It, it looks like uh, one of the refrigerators they're using or freezers looks like something out of a college dorm room because it's, it hasn't been defrosted. It looks like in 10 years. Well, Greg, the, so, li- the line was used,
5: which we all will get. And I thought it was a brilliant uh, drop by Glenn Beck. He said, my, my refrigerator that's in the garage is sealed better, not you know. That's not even the one you keep in your house. That's the one that got old, and you move it out into the garage, or you, know, you have it down at the hunting camp. He's like, he's yeah. like he said. No, the one in the garage at my house mm-hmm. has be- is better it's more secure than the one they had in the lab. <laughs> and then there was discussion that this thing about harvesting these bats, bub, as you said, yeah. they showed on their own communist television. Uh, they were showing their citizens, look at us in here catching these bats uh, to go into the the lab and to experiment and try to master these viruses. So th- the fact that it's only, what did we say, 300 yards from the wet market and,
6: right, and in right. that
5: area, I-, I think we all can reasonably at least say, we're not going to say that we cannot prove it was done maliciously. We can't prove that. Right. Not yet. Right. But we, I think we all can reasonably say that was not as secure as it should have been and it got out of the lab accidentally. We, can't we all at least say that? I, I think that's probably likely.
6: I think right now that is the most likely. And and the reason I say that because we've had bits and pieces of stories come out. And of course, there's been a lot of stuff that was wrong, but the ones that that I really think are the most accurate. And I told you, if you remember at the very beginning of this, I had a pretty good source tell me that this thing was edited together, that there was no doubt. It was not natural that it was edited together together several steps down the road of what it would have been naturally. And that's why people were having such a problem with it, uh, our immune system, because we're used to seeing something, you know, and we can deal with something that's close to that. This thing was seven steps ahead, so our, it was completely foreign to our body, and it didn't really know how to react to it. So it, it, it really played into that story. It also plays into the, the information that Glenn Beck was talking about. It also plays in this guy is a, a Russian he has no skin in the game one way or the other. Um, and, you know, the scary thing is don't think that there's not evil actors out in the world, terrorist and state that won't be now looking at some of this stuff. But I think it's very likely with what we know now that this was a innocent mistake, if you will, by people who were dealing with some very dangerous stuff and were not as secure and using the highest uh, protocol for handling it that they should have. And it got out and got loose, and away she went. And it all happened right around that wet market. The other evidence I would submit to everybody to, to think about on this, we saw the president of China walking around the wet market with a mask on. Do you remember that? And Rick, you made the point, if that was really where it came from, they wouldn't put him in that close a danger to it. No, I don't care. He didn't even have gloves on. Right. But what we can't find are the people that we know for a fact worked in that lab. Those people are missing, not the wet market. So, again, I think all of this points to the fact that laboratory had something going on. Don't know that it was malicious, but it looks like it got away from them and it was the root of what we have been dealing
5: with. Can you explain to me how much how how much more of this do we have to have that we can finally get someone in the medical field to actually at least say, yeah, that that is possible? Every single time you ask them about it, no, nah, we still think it's a wet market. Well, I'm sorry, the wet market uh idea is is dying by the by the day. I mean, let it go. I I just why do they keep sticking with that?
6: Well, I, I think I think they're I think they're afraid of being called uh conspiracy. Right. They're afraid well, of being is, called this is not uh, this is not, this know, turni- out
5: there. Yeah, this is turning uh, into research, not a conspiracy.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean Well, I think so too. I think the evidence is mounting and I think you'll see that change in the near future. Look, the wet markets have been there. They're operating again. They're operating again. Do you think the Chinese people would let what caused that start right back up? I don't think so. I tell you what hasn't started back up is that lab because we can't find the people that we know work there. Adam, we got 30 seconds. Do you have your hand up? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting all kinds of uh, different information about this too. Even our
2: own scientist that we had on the show, she said there is no evidence that it was created or anything like that. I've heard scientists say there's no way we could do this. Humans aren't capable of doing this. Nature is way better at doing this. So it, it's back and forth, guys. I, I I want answers. We want answers.
5: Yeah, I, I know. I, that's what I was actually thinking about Adler because I you know every time it's asked every Monday we get a real shutdown on that. Now, wet market.
6: Uh, I'm like, okay. I, I think that they're afraid they're entering the political. Circle yeah, you may, right. yeah. Think,
5: you may be right. you uh, may be right. Of course, uh, course, it still may be science if you'll just tell us Rick this and was done.
1: Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Thirty-five minutes
5: past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. Much to do as we go forward on the program.
0: All
5: right, so let's make a programming decision here. We still can chase some more coronavirus updates. We'll do them for the show's over, no matter what. Do y'all want to get into, you know, the, the new stimulus package? You want to get into we're finding out that uh, these cities have more people infected than they thought. They just never really got sick. And, of course, they're they're going to rush to tell us, these are not people that were quarantined. They were cheating. They weren't doing what we told them to do. And I don't know how we know that. Uh, but, but but you know, same thing happened in L.A. And now Cuomo's doing the same thing. And, you know, they're wanting us to know that it, all these new cases they've discovered with the antibody test, these people didn't do what we told them to do. They just didn't catch it anyway. Now I don't know how in the world they know that. Uh, do, do they ask them a question? Do you really think if you go to somebody and say, All right, "You you had it? Did you do what the state told you to do?" Uh, no. You think they're going to say that? I, I mean, it, it just seems like anytime something happens that may counter, you know, I, I, I've got I've got my narrative down, and then somebody comes up and say, eh, "It certainly helped." It's okay to say that. It helped, but you know there were people that did everything we told them to do, and undoubtedly they, they still got it. It just didn't make them real sick, and we got a bunch of those people. The first thing that we heard from California and now from New York, oh, well, that, those are the ones that didn't do what we told them. Well, we don't know that. Uh, how can we say something so emphatic so fast? Uh, do I really believe that Cuomo is getting an update on every single person that tests positive with antibodies that's, that looks like they got it during the time that everything was quarantined? and suddenly he's going to let us know that they didn't do what he told them to do? How in the world does he know that? So I, that that just seems a little fishy to me. But but it's okay to still say, yeah, but buddy, imagine what it would have been like if we hadn't. This thing is so is so contagious. Even in quarantine, some people still got it, but praise the Lord, they didn't get sick. But, buddy, what would have happened if we just kept going the way we were going? You not say that. They didn't do what we told them to do. They were rogue. Went out there and wouldn't do what we told them. Now, that may be the case with some of them, but I just don't know how you know that. That sounds like a, a prediction more than a fact to me.
6: Rick, the, uh, the the guy I was talking about at the press conference yesterday, I've got that information here now. Okay. His, his name was William Bryan. He's uh, in charge of uh, – he's not a scientist per se, but he is the science and technology advisor to the Department of Homeland Security, and they did the most extensive testing in one of our, our very best high-tech laboratories – on the coronavirus and uh gave a, a lot of information you know we'd heard for a while that hey if it's warm it's humid it doesn't live good in that right and then we heard no that ain't true and then, you know you keep hearing things back and forth mm. well he came out yesterday and I'll just nutshell this uh the warmer it is and the higher the humidity it is the quicker the thing dies okay and that doesn't mean they're they're not telling you that if coronavirus is on your counter that it will be gone in so many hours what he was saying was the half-life of it because yep. they, to his point, he didn't know how much was on there to begin with. They're, they're kind of giving it a, uh, describing it like we do with radiation. What is the half-life of this? So basically, uh, they were saying that if you're in a home and it's 70 to 75 degrees of a 20% humidity, the thing can live like, uh, the half-life is like 18 hours. So, you, you, if you go up to like 80% humidity, it goes way down. If you go up to, uh, you get up in the 90s and higher humidity, like you would be outside the thing, in some cases, I'm not going to quote the whole chart to you, can, can only live for minutes. So, uh, you know, definitely heat and humidity, uh, is key to stopping this thing, too. And the fact that it is so, uh, sensitive to ultraviolet light means, that you know how sometimes when you walk in hospitals or places and they have these blue-looking lights, you know, that you walk by, those kind of lights will substantially kill the virus. So uh, that's good news. And, of course, uh, the president, was asking them said well that would be great if we could get a light down in somebody to help kill that and of course I think he was half joking but they've made they've made a big big yeah. deal about it today well You're let's be honest some, but let's some be honest crazy headlines but let's be
5: honest if Joe Biden has said that we would be running it wall to wall well uh, you know I but mean you know it, I mean
6: he he, <laughs> he makes a good point that right, yeah. uh, if you can sterilize things with UV light sure. then maybe blasting it with UV light would uh, would be a treatment for it but I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I don't know, but who knows? Well, who knows? I I know somebody looking into that. If you remember
5: way back when, this goes way back guys. I, I can't remember if y'all when y'all want to try to grab the the time of Rick and Bubba history, but it's been man, it's been a long time ago. You remember we had that group that came to us and we did it in our house. And they were talking about yeah. if you have people who have allergies and you have this kind all of right. stuff, a lot of the old heating and air, you know, setups with the vents and all that. Uh, and the old filters—they don't filter out very much. But they came up with these filters and this setup that has the ultraviolet bulbs in it.
6: Yes, uh, the, 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 they, they the,
5: make that now for home units. Yeah. by
6: the way, it's very common.
5: Yeah, and so you remember that guy was ahead of the curve, though. Remember, nobody was yeah. doing it yep. at that time. And so right. we still have those in our in our home, and and all of our filters have the ultraviolet bulbs that go with it. And You can keep reordering when they get old and and all of that. So it's almost—it seems like that that what that guy was even researching then. Uh, There's certainly some truth to it, and it might be helpful uh, with this virus, but we are finding out something, which is, again, good news. All good news. All good news. Yes, it's novel, but apparently it does have some weakness, like all the coronaviruses, when we get into heat and humidity. At one time, we were afraid it wouldn't be affected by it at all. Now we think, hey, it it looks like it does weaken it, which is good, because then that means it may you know, it it may lose its uh, intensity as we roll through the hotter parts of our seasons, just like the end of all flu seasons. So we hope that's the case. I think that's good news. Oh, yeah,
6: absolutely. Even though this is a new one, it is in a family that we're familiar with, and it appears to be acting like many of the other things in that family. So that helps, uh, helps us to know what we're up against.
5: And those of you that are wondering about football season, if you play football in the deep south, we all know this virus cannot live in the in the in the first 50 to 70% of our season because yeah. every game is played in 1000 degrees I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah, and the tailgate. <laughs> I've been out there before some of these SEC games in oh. September and October, and I'm just like, I cannot believe how hot it is. It is so hot, I can't That's even. Tight. I can't believe I'm even here. I want to be somewhere else so fast. There's no game that could draw me into this. And uh, I was talking to one of my sons that uh, that you know, he said, "Oh, last year, he said we kept getting those those early games. We kept mm. getting that 11:30 game and all that. He said it was so hot well, we, could, we just couldn't stay. Uh, he said somebody would bring up going swimming versus watching the game, and
6: we'd leave." Yeah, and and, uh, and Rick, I've I've so had true. some emails and questions about event two hundred one, which Glenn Beck discusses mm-hmm. in the podcast. He this does. Look, so we're going to tell the whole th- podcast. All of tonight. this is all of this is kind of beginning. You know, we haven't got all the dots connected, but we're starting to see some some strings hooking up out there. Yeah, I I
5: I, we, I didn't get a chance to do the follow up question on that, but I've, I'm having a lot of people, and I'm just going to tell you right now, and, and maybe this is not doing my job very well, and I'll admit that it's not like I don't have time. But I just something about I refuse to look into Bill Gates the way everybody wants me to.
2: Yeah. But right,
5: there's a lot right. of people saying, "Look, the Gates Foundation." There's a lot of creepy stuff going on there. Yep. And uh, at one time, I was told the Gates Foundation was, "Hey, his wife came to know Christ, and you know, there's been a spiritual change with the Gates." Mm. And that may be true. I I, I don't know. I, I certainly don't know anything about them. But but I'm having a lot of people, and this goes into this event 201. That that I mean, people keep emailing me. People keep saying it. I yeah. keep saying, "Hey, this, this this Gates thing. Uh, this is all part of you know. We're getting into the way they want the world to be, and 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 I just want y'all to know that I'm totally ignorant to all of the the fear." Of the Bill Gates Foundation, and I just refuse to look into it, and that's on me. I don't know why I'm not looking into it, but I just won't. It, it's like it doesn't. I know it should interest me. It's I don't know if I don't have the energy for it. Why am I not looking into it, but It appear anybody else looking into it because I know.
6: Well, you know, for me personally, please. I just I can't fear Bill Gates because I just feel right. like anything oh, that to. he's organizing is not going to work very well. Much like Windows. Well, I know I, right. Well, but I know I knew that was coming, by the way. But I know <laughs> that they got a ton. A, a,
5: they've got a ton of Jack. I mean a ton of it, boy, and uh, sure, sure. and it sounds like that they're you know, are, who's, whose team are they on? I mean, are they are they really out doing good?
6: Is this the? I, I mean, I, I, are they trying to take over the world? I, hmm. I just, I, I well, again, go go back to how Bill Gates made his money, right? And uh, did he uh, did did he come about the programming fairly that he did, and did he lift ideas from other people? You have to ask that question. Well, Greg,
5: in case you're wondering, you draw your own conclusion. Event two hundred one, because you know Beck, you and Beck, y'all could. You think Beck doesn't listen to Coast to Coast when he's going into work, <laughs> <laughs> and and and, uh, and 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 so because you know, you know, Beck Beck will have a meltdown, and he'll uh-huh. Beck will declare the world is over, and he's he's not afraid to. He'll he'll completely declare it's over. Yeah. But but anyway, uh, he, this event two hundred one, Greg. This is we may assign you to this. You you may go want to go kick the tires on that.
3: Okay, I'll check that out. I haven't I haven't been privy to any of that Uh, but it was like playing uh, definitely sounds like something i want to say it it was
5: war games and it looks like the people who want us to be either in one world government or they want socialism or communism they want more tyrannical central government they actually were running a a pretend how they would take advantage Mm -hmm. of a pandemic yeah yeah but right bubba i mean that's it yeah
1: uh,
6: it's eerily eerily uh -hmm. They run different scenarios, and they ran so this one. What's going on? Yeah, I, I don't – I mean, you know how everybody was saying how weird it was? We had that movie, Pandemic, that came out like – what, at the end of last year? You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody well, – ooh, that, I mean, that was – this is kind of down that same it is, line. Great. It, yeah. You go, wow, this is a little close to the headline. You know how we uh-huh. do maneuvers with our
5: military and we say, let's yeah. put you all in different situations? I, I'm
6: not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just saying it is strange.
5: Hey, look, if you've got a people who believe in a gigantic central government, they're not big capitalism people. Of course, how'd they make their money? But anyway, we, that's always there. I'll push that away. I can't go down that road again. But, you know, you're kind of anti Uh, the way we're set up and you know it's not fair to people working class communism and you would like to see that implemented and you're running maneuvers on how to do it during the pandemic it's kind of creepy
1: we'll be right back Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba
5: here we go we're back 866 we be big first phone troll of the day still to come on the program Mark Levin will visit with us Giant Willow Meat coming up at any time Uh, be paying attention for that as well we'll also recap the nfl draft the first virtual nfl draft ever uh we'll talk about that coming up too 30 seconds a pop we'll start with lee and montgomery there's lines available if you want to get in at 866 we be big and at the end of 30 seconds the old buzzer sounds we'll move to the next caller uh we're 10 lines strong so we get a bigger sample and when we start the troll we make the line move a little quicker so lee and montgomery listen to us on i92 wlwy lee go right ahead
6: Morning, Biggins. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, whether the, the virus came from the market or from the lab, that's certainly information that needs to be ferreted out. But I think just as importantly, or maybe even more importantly, is the fact that the Chinese government lied about lied about the virus for two months to the entire world. Yeah, that fact's not going to go well. Across. Are are you? Let me ask you this: Are you expecting them to own up to that? <laughs> no, I'm not expecting. Yeah, there are people saying, I didn't know this,
5: Bob, but did you know that undoubtedly there's some sort of recourse that the world can take against you if they think you did something like this? And there's people lining up to sue them. And and Yeah, uh,
6: I thought the world court deal, I I don't know about all that. I'm sure it's a lot of hoops to jump through. But I know we have uh, five class action lawsuits now in the United States. Probably the the one most well-known was by the state of Missouri against them. But I don't know. I don't even know how you proceed in that, but here's the problem: if they buy billions of dollars in farm uh, products and they're being sued, they may go, well, you know, you're going to sue us, but we're not going to buy farm products. So they've got some leverage. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they they have massive leverage in this thing. So I don't know, and I don't think they're going to, out of the goodness of their heart, admit wrong either.
5: Yeah, um, by the way, on that note, till we'll get into that. I guess we start talking about the football. Missouri has announced that their they, their university will go back to uh, life as normal in the fall. They're the first one to come out and announce that. Really? Well, they're just saying in their state, of course, people come from other states, they're Ooh. saying that there really is no reason for them to shut down in the fall.
6: Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. again, I, I kind of think we follow the phasing plan. We'll be all right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we don't want to get crazy and have a big kick up again, but uh, I, I feel – Pretty confident we can move forward.
5: Let's uh, continue. Straight shot out of Alabaster. Uh, straight shot. <laughs> welcome to the program. Go ahead, buddy.
6: Well, I'm a truck driver. I'm not a now Alabaster. That's where I live at. So, uh, but I'm I'm concerned that Miss Betty's going to be a a felon sometimes midweek or next week late because Bubba is continuing to get er- uh, younger and younger every day.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: So you know uh, he'll be underage here next week sometime.
5: Yeah, I mean he's he's
6: really. I mean look at his colors come don't, back. Don't and, hold your breath. On, <laughs> 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 we continue. Candace, I tell you what, Betty has been a trooper though. I'll, I'll say this: she's she's been great during all this.
5: Candace, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go right ahead.
6: Hey guys, I just was gonna say Bill Gates can't stop a virus on a Windows computer. How's he gonna stop it in humans? Mm, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. That's funny. You yeah. know, I should have picked up on that's that. That's so said, good, no, ma'am. That is a oh good. One. good. Are we gonna trust Bill Gates with viruses? Probably not. Okay. Uh, Adler that's said one, though, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust his input on viruses.
5: I, Adler says if you can find his TED talk from what about ten years ago, seven years ago, or whatever, it's 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 it's, it's all creepy. Yeah, and they, and. He'll be the one that's putting chip in everybody. Mm-hmm. We continue. 866, we be big. Uh, Joseph Joseph in Talladega. Joseph, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Monkey Grass and Green Acres. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, hey, hey. Go ahead. All right. Um, the other day, I was watching Facebook videos, and they had an open mic in the Congress room and one of the Guys in there stated that they were all vaccinated, so
3: it doesn't matter if they shake hands coming in the door. I was wondering what y'all guys thought about that.
1: I, first
6: yeah, of all, I saw that story.
3: Well,
5: first of all, what is what is Congress Room?
6: What what what? Did, um, it, I, I think it was one of the big. Yeah, uh, uh, where they're having the right. press briefing every day. Oh, okay. task I got you. Okay, Adler, did you have something about it? Yeah, that was just a you know that was actually a New York Times photographer joking about how everybody in D.C. is. Of course, we're all vaccinated, so we're fine. It was just a joke, but it did seem fishy at first, but it was just a photographer joking around. Yeah, I, he, it, it, Look, it was something like we would say, the mic was open, some people heard it, and they've made, you know, here we go, uh, coast to coast, ready yeah, well, live and in, in charge.
5: Yeah, they, we don't need that. Let's just go to the things that we know. Fact, the facts are creepy enough concerning our, a tyrannical central government. Let's go back to Obamacare. Y'all do remember that all of us were going to be put on a universal government-run Healthcare, but they weren't. Yeah. So that's not even up. For, I mean, that you don't have to have a catch a Facebook video for that. They 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 were they were openly telling us they would have medical care that would be different from the rest of us, but we're all supposed to believe it's the right thing to do. But they're not going to do it. Uh, there's a lot of that out there. The the whole Nancy Pelosi refrigerator ice cream thing. It, it this this is the you don't even need Facebook videos for this. Uh,
6: we continue. Hey, she had a line of them too, didn't she? Yeah, Timmy the and zeros. What are they call yeah, zeros. And
5: that and you know what she should say. This is how great this country is. Look look what I've been afforded to do uh, in this great country. I couldn't have this ice cream in these refrigerators in a lot of countries. You know the the like the ones I'm trying to make it, y'all be. Uh, Timmy uh, is out of Kentucky, Short Creek. Go ahead, buddy.
0: Actually, that's Kenny. Hey, Kenny, go ahead, buddy. Kenny. Hi, everybody. I just wanted to address a detail Bubba brought up. It's my understanding that it's not disputable that Bill Gates lifted from others. The difference is how he marketed it.
5: I'm I'm sorry. So so what he he, he lifted it from others, and then what about marketing it?
0: Uh, the difference in success is how he marketed it.
4: Okay.
6: Yeah, uh, I guess you. He's saying you're he didn't lift it.
4: Marketing. Yeah, he didn't steal it. He marketed it differently than
6: everybody else was doing. Look, it's, it's the voice from the say. darkness.
5: The voice from the darkness. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> there,
6: I'm kind of well, liking this. I don't know. <laughs> behind that, the uh, scenes, <laughs> that Windows thing was already kind of on something, but when he discovered it. But anyway, Gary, what,
3: whatever he did, he's
6: doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, did man. have a marketing thing. He got it on everything out there, and everybody else was holding out. Look. And uh, it and it took over the world. Does mm-hmm. he want a
3: world war,
5: a one world government? Now, maybe, but he has been very, he has been very successful.
6: Mm-hmm. Yep, uh yep. Gary and
5: Chelsea. Gary, go ahead. Thirty seconds.
6: Hey, Bubba. We hear uh, that Betty Lou's been such a trooper. What I want to know is, has she brought the Barney mask out oh. of the Mothballs? Yeah. Whoa! Well, wow. Good night. Hello. We realize we're in a we're in a pandemic bunker situation here. We don't have all of our normal things. You know what I mean? We've had to make do with what we do. But uh, let me tell you, you you know these uh, N95 masks. You know you get a lot out of those. (laughs) I love you. You love me. Top of the hour.
5: We'll come back. We got more to cover. Life in quarantine. Had a setback yesterday, oh, and the oh. virtual
6: NFL draft still coming up. Hanging there.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.